Hey everybody, I'm Chad Eckert and this is the First Look, a show I do on YouTube Live. Each Monday, as soon as DraftKings drops the pricing, I go live and I open it up and I discuss my first thoughts. It's a pretty easy concept to get. You can grab this on iTunes, uh, Spotify later on when I publish it there. This is the RBC Canadian Open. I don't know much about the field, so... I think, you know, you can assume, I don't even know who the top price guy is. Let's look, let's open it up and let's react to the TPG, the top price guy, Scotty Scheffler. Okay. Not totally shocked by that. Oh, before we get going here, did you join or do you want to join this $20 DraftKings contest that I've put together? If uh, all 75 spots get filled, it's going to be a doozy, $945 to first place and $405 to second. Uh, there's been some fun had in this DraftKings contest. So join it up. See what you think. All right, here we go. Scotty Scheffler is the TPG for the RBC. Uh, hmm. Okay, well, he's ahead of Justin Towns. Let's put it in perspective. There's six names above $10,000. That's not typical. There's one name in 11100 That's Scotty Scheffler. <laughs> Okay, so Scotty's at 11-1, JT at 10-9, Rory at 10-5, Cam Smith 10-3, Lowry at 10-1, and Sam Burns at 10,000. Mm, okay. Where are you going to click first? Are you just going to go to Justin Thomas, the guy that won the most recent major? He was just out the, the Charles Schwab, though, following up his first place at the PGA Championship with a missed cut. So do you want $10,900 for JT? We have to keep in mind this could potentially be a look-ahead spot. Talk about that after or each before each major throughout the year. There's four majors. Next week is another major. That reminds me that you will need to tune in live Thursday night here back on the YouTube channel for what will be a Names and Reasons pod for the U.S. Open. We're going to go right into the Names and Reasons. I've got a special guest lined up to help us decipher who to click, but we're going to actually uh, hope that the DraftKings pricing is out by then and then discuss it on Thursday night, about 8.30 Central Time, right here at the YouTube channel, Fantasy Golf Pod. Where are we? Sam Burns at 10,000. Didn't he just win a tournament? My God, his third freaking win. Sanderson's in September. He won the Valspar in March, and he won this Charles Schwab the last time out. Wow. Sam Burns is really good, and he's only $10,000. Are we just not we're disrespecting Sam Burns? Hmm. What kind of grass is this course? The Canadian Open 2022 is uh, held at uh, something St. George's, I think it's called, which is not the same as when it was in 2019 at a different club. It was a different club and before that and different courses. We've had a little bit of a break. We've had random. I don't know. I don't know anything about the Canadian Open, but it's the longest running tournament or something like that. Either way, you can consult your touts for who you know what kind of grass type it is, and figure out if that matters to you. Let's go back to uh, reviewing. Do you want Shane Lowry at ten one? Cam Smith even? What kind of a course is this? Is a tree line parklands course? Is Cam Smith going to be fine? I mean, he's back to back top thirteens. It's interesting. Hmm. Also a really good player, 10-3. It's going to be tough. Or do you skip the 10K range altogether? Maybe you go Rory, actually. Rory, he sets up pretty well, typically, for every course he plays. Gosh, I don't know. And then you kind of think in your head, they really do want to get into contention this week, but do they really care about it? Or are they trying to go get a few reps in and then 
eject to where's the U.S. Open this year? I don't know. Eh, maybe. But the 9K range, holy cow, it's chalk-filled in names. It's got Matt Fitzpatrick, the guy that freaking missed the cut last week. He putted the worst putting performance of his career. He's $9,900. He leads the 9K range, and you have HV3 at 9.7. Corey Connors at 9.6. That's going to be chalk, because isn't this the Corey Connors Canadian Open? Come on. He's great. He's $9,600. I think you got to start there, probably. I don't know, maybe. Or you go to Hatton at 95. You got Fino at 94. Adam Hadwin, another Canadian. He's $9,300. How did he end up finishing yesterday? T18. Not terrible. I mean, he's in a pretty consistent season, actually. Not missed very many cuts. And this is, you know, he's a Canadian. Or don't you know? What about Munoz at $9,100? Chris Kirk at 91. Hmm, Chris Kirk. Cash game Kirk was T53. Hmm. But he didn't fit very well for the course at the uh, Memorial, the Mirfield Village course. So I'd look at Kirk here. Now, I've seen some steam already on the betting board for what is $9,000 Keith Mitchell. Interested in Keith Mitchell? $9,000? I, I don't know. No, I'm not. Why can he win? Why should he win? Fuck that. No, I'd go Chris Kirk, probably. I'd even go Finau it's if it's bent course. I think it's bent grass. Uh, I don't know. Uh, where's Tony been up to? Tony? And, oh, he's top five Tony again. There he was. Holy shit. He's had two f- top fives in his last four starts. So is he back to being top five Tony and it's a week before a major? What about 9,400 for Tony Finau? It's interesting. So, so far, if you're going to ask me to click any names off the top, I kind of would skip this 10K range, honestly. Like, I don't know if I should. If you, it's worth paying 10.5 for Rory, it might might be. Uh, and then Sam Burn. <clears throat> Is this going to be a birdie fest, or what's the winning score going to be? I don't think it's going to be an easy course. I think it's going to be a tougher challenge. So maybe it's Shane Lowry. What did Lowry do last week? Maybe he's losing it. He's losing. He's getting fatigued potentially. Maybe he wants to miss the cut. You see these guys intentionally miss the cut. Possibly Lowry there is that. So therefore, I'm going to go down. I'm going to skip all of this. Maybe you go back to Fitzpatrick. That's the Billy Horschel bounce back where you put, you know, you see him, you guy, you liked him the week before, and then why don't you like him now? He had the worst putting performance of his career, and we know that that can switch and change and get better in a minute. Or you just do Corey Connors, ball striking bastard Corey Connors. He is $9,600. That's a great click. And then you do to pair him with Finau. Do you go three 9K names? You go t- Connors, Finau, Kirk. $7,300 left. That seems very fair. Let's see what we got in the 8K range because we know every single week the best thing to do in DraftKings is put pepper the 8K range. They've cut it off, though. It's not very filled with people. There's only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's only eight names in the 8K range. So the 9K range is getting more names this week. Weird. All right, let's see. Do you want any of these 8K guys? Yeah, can I even fill in a full roster almost? It's weird. No. I'm not even going to be able to do if all pepper the 8K range na- team. Fuck. Thanks a lot, DraftKings. Won't let me pepper the 8K range. Well, you're going to start it with $8,900 Patrick Reed. He's there. He's here. 
maybe this is a course that fits his game, but he was the chalk last week and just kind of shit. It was shitty the whole time. Maybe people are off him now. So you can go back to APPRing. I APPR'd and I should have pivoted it all to fucking Horschel. What are we thinking? This is again game theory where you got Patrick Reed who's over owned and you got Billy Horschel under owned coming off a miscut. You know, I, I really wish I would have been back on Horschel for the betting card that I had, but I wasn't on Horschel. I was on Horschel the week before with the house bet, but then I didn't go back to him because I didn't feel like he fit Muirfield Village, which is frustrating to people who bet on golf and wonder how and why. And every once in a while, you you know get an outlier. This dude was on was a consistent human being making massive amounts of pars, and that's what you needed to do at Jack's place. And consistency is what Billy Horschel has been doing this whole season. So I wasn't too shocked to see him win. But I did not have any money bet on it. I, I had a uh, you know a few DraftKings lineups that made some money to make up for it. But so then, do you go back? Who was I just talking about? To bet? No, no, it would be Fitzpatrick here. But maybe you just use Reed again. Hmm. All right, let's read the names. Okay, Thagala is at eighty-seven hundred dollars. Jeez, you just was sixty-five hundred last week. T five, which was a little surprising. Or 6,400 or something last week where I was debating his name with Matt Wolf in a couple of situations. And I chose Wolf for whatever reason. And then uh, Thagala has been playing super well. But he's 8,700. Is that the weirdest? That The truth is, is that you want to look at ball strikers in AK range that are pivots potentially. And that price would maybe make Thagala pivot. Because you'll see that price and you'll just be shocked off of it. And you'll just go, I'll just go to Rose or Reed, or I'll go down to Vegas or Hughes. Because Canadian Matt Hughes is $8,400. Um, Rasmus Hoygaard is at $83. Brendan Todd is at $82. CT Pan is $8,100. And that's it. So Reed, Rose, Thigala, Vegas, Hughes, Hoygaard, Todd, Pan. Ugh. Makes me want to throw up in my mouth a little bit. Like, this is the week before I'm Adrian. I thought that would maybe be a chance. Well, maybe you don't pepper this 8K range. Maybe these names will end up being pivots. And then do you use them? <laughs> so weird. Because DraftKings, you want to use bad names that no one likes. Because we know that golf is stupid and that anything can happen. So that that's the worst. Is that having an opinion and actually watching golf, it does not help you in DraftKings. In fact, it hurts you. Because then you flock with the sheep. And we know that in DraftKings, you want to be the opposite of the crowd. That's the key to DraftKings. We're going to talk to our guy, Degenerate75, on Thursday for the U.S. Open Pod, and we'll talk a little showdown action. Degenerate75 is a good guy to follow on Twitter, and he also has a YouTube page, and uh, it's been helping people win money. He's been just preaching this game theory stuff on showdown, and it's 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 true. What he says is true most of the time. So that's the problem, too, is that it works well sometimes every time or every time all the time. Some of the times let's go to the 7k range. Cause we're going to pepper this 9k range. We've already decided we're using three 9k names because we're skipping the 8k. We're skipping the 10k. And therefore we're going to have to see who do we love in the 7k range. We're going to have to fall in love with Aaron Rye at $7,900. Why is he 7,900? This field is shitty. Well, I guess he's played consistently for the most part. Mark Hubbard. Oh my gosh. He's $7,900. Hmm. He's played really well, too. Shit. Okay. That surprises me. Cam Champ missed the cut last week off of uh, just the shittiest back nine on 
uh, third Friday that you've ever seen in your life. He ejected like was five over on the last few holes. It was terrible. Ruined a few lineups for me. And then Adam Long, same thing. I thought Long was playing really well. I guess he's he's lost it again. So off of that. This is sad. This is the $7,800 guys is champing Long. Ugh. And then Rogers. Is this the week to not put a bunch of money in? Do we just skip this entire week and just go right to the U.S. Open prep? I think you do. Because Dean Burmeester is freaking 7,600. Get out of here. Where's he been doing? He's missed three cuts in a row. What the fuck, DraftKings? You're just going to put Dean Burmeester at $7,600? Do I need to look into that? <laughs> what about J.J. Spawn at 77? And then you have to – my gosh, this is ugly. Pat Perez, Dylan Fratelli. Smotherman is 7,500. And he's going to get clicked because he's making cuts. Oof, Tyler Duncan and Laird and Smalley, Wallace, Willett, Grio, huh? Lipsky, Jaeger. No wonder the pricing and then the betting board is the way it is because it just falls off. I mean, you're in the $74 and $7,300 range. Last week, I could find a bunch of viable options. This week, I'm just scared of this. This is a land mind central. You basically, you're going to have to hope you don't get blown up. With a Grayson Sig or a Matthias Schwab at $7,300. Jaeger. What the fuck? Are you going to act like you know what Steven Jaeger's going to do? He's either a T6, a T38, missed cut, missed cut, missed cut, missed cut, missed cut. What? That's the name you have to figure out if you want to click. $7,300. Joey Bramlett's here. Nick Hardy. Let's look for a name that could pop off and, like, actually do something. Because right now I'm not, I'm not you know, Lipsky. He's actually okay. What are you going to look for in a name down here? You want a ball striker? Of course. You want someone in good form. Do you want someone that missed the cut? You can go to Willett. Two missed cuts in a row. We got to find a guy that fits the course. Where, what, what, what would that be? Oh, my gosh. $7,300, $7,200 for Lashley and Sabatini and JT Poston. Nick Hardy. Molinax is here at 71 Seifert and Snedeker and Stewart, these guys were in the low $6,000 ranges for the last few weeks, and now they're $7,000 guys. Oof. Ooh, uh, what about Svensson, actually? Did Svensson do all right? Yeah. Oh, three straight cuts. He kind of lost it for a second. What do we know about Svenny? That's $7,100 for Svensson sticking out a tiny bit. What about Stewart? No. Whaley? No. Doug Gim, $7,000 for Doug Gim. Hmm. What about Lee Hodges? He's actually good. He's bad. I take that back. What about Malnati? Did Malnati make the cut? He did not. So Malnati had that top 10 at the Byron Nelson, and he's missed two cuts in a row. So he just that's when the candle was burning the brightest, and the wax all melted. And then if you go to Malnati after that, you got screwed. So... Sometimes you just got to look at that top 10 from a guy like Melnati and be like, ah, I fucking missed it instead of chasing it on a Melnati. Chase it on a better name. But this feels hard to even come up with better names. Uh, Lebiota, what's Hank been up to? Hammer and Hank. They're all the same human down here. This is scary. What about Brandon Wu? He leads the $6,000 range. Should we just go there? Wu shot an 80 and then another 80. Two days in a row. Holy Lord, at the at the memorial. 
Good God. I mean, sorry. Hayden Buckley. Okay. We did. Nope. Terrible. Wyndham Clark. He's a name we like. He just, he just made the cut. Hmm. He's 69. Okay. So who do we like so far? Because I'm going to write this down so I don't forget. Svensson. Ugh, gosh, we liked Svensson. 7,100. 7.1 Svenny. Uh, 69 for Clark. What else could we actually click? I mean, Luke Donald. Did Luke Donald win this at one point in 2010 or something? He's missing the cut every other time, but he's viable, maybe? 6,900. Hickok. Mm, Shank. What about Shank? He finished T26 last week after a T9. Uh, I mean, this month he's played one, two, three, four, five. Oh, shit. Oh, you have to consider that. That's a lot of weeks in a row. One, two, three, four, five, six. This will be the seventh week in a row. Um, yikes. Sang Moon Bay. Sang Moon Bay. Sang Moon. T14 at the Rex Hospital Open. Why is he 6,900? Sean O'Hare, Wesley Bryan, Bill Haas. This Justin Lower was doing things for a second. Uh, I mean, Lord of mercy. I can't even pretend to pretend. Does Ryan Moore have been around? Mm. Three cuts in a row for Ryan Moore. He's $6,800. Vaughn Taylor. Oof. Oof, oof, oof. Harry Higgs, Kadira. What about Kadira? Kirshner's guy. Three missed cuts in a row. Oh, my gosh. Carlos Ortiz is down here. He won a tournament once, and he's made cuts before. Hmm. Carlos Ortiz. Do I have to look at that? Six, seven, Ortiz. And what about Bryce Garnett, Paul Barjon, Coles, Taron, Callum Taron. He's made a few cuts, three in a row on the tour, and then he made a Corn Ferry top ten. And a this actually isn't a bad human. Like I've seen his name on leaderboards, six seven for Terran. What am I going to do? Click a Terran in my life? If I'm going to click a Terran in my life, I need to just not click this week. I just need to skip it and go to the next week, which is a major. So you may do that. Oh Hoffman, has he hurt? Is he just bad at golf? He should be a. Saudi or whatever. What is, he, what is he thinking? Oops. What did I just do? Johnny Bird. RBC. RCB at the RBC. We've done that before. Mm, not this week. Sam Ryder. We've liked Sam Ryder. Holy hell. One, two, three, six missed cuts in a row. Holy gosh. Uh, interesting. What is he? 6,600. You're going to have to risk a $6,600 guy that's missed six cuts in a row because you may, you think you've seen his name a long time ago. Uh, Danny Lee's here. Dylan Wu. Oh my gosh. I don't want to do this. Norlander used to be good at one point. These dudes, they break. So Joshua and I were talking about this last week on Thursday. So we do a golf guys program. And last week we talked about golf and just playing golf and talking about being a robot versus an athlete. And 
there are times where you see a golfer just fall off completely and go away and miss a million cuts in a row. Like Michael Kim won a tournament and then missed a million cuts in a row. There's just multiple examples every single season about this. And this is the candle wax wearing out, but it's not that it's that these guys tinker in their minds and they get so technical and they then have a little bit of an off in their technique and then it ruins them and it takes them so long to get back to it versus like an athlete or a person who on the fly can make changes and isn't so much robotically technical. Maybe that's what's happened with some of these guys. I don't know enough about Roger Sloan or Norlander or whatever. Like, why did he miss three cuts in a row after he was – actually, he's never been good. Um, there's a guy named Skins down here. He makes cuts every once in a while. He's $6,400. Jim Noss or Garrigus or Duffner. These guys are going to be over in Saudi in a minute. Click them now. GBA points, Bo Van Pelt, Blixt and Wolfie, Greg Chalmers, uh, Bo Mike Weir. This is just one of the worst fields I've ever seen. People were saying on the pods I listened to this morning that it was a good field. It what well, It is. When does it stop? Like, wrote, no, Patrick Reed at 8,900, and then the rest suck. I would even consider, like, you're you're getting real iffy with this low 9K range even. What a joke. Um, <laughs> my suggestion is to not play this week. But if you are going to play this week, who did we like? We liked, uh, oh, we like our guy, Wyndham Clark, and that just is a money-saving guy right there. Is it a bomber-friendly place? I don't think it is, so that Kind of makes me nervous about Wyndham Clark, and that's why he probably performed at the uh, Memorial last week. <sighs> like a precision place, he's probably not so good at. So maybe you need to find the fairway finding. Ortiz? Are we going to do Ortiz to save some money? I, 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 I don't. Uh, I just think you shouldn't play this week. <laughs> um. Hmm. Weren't we in love with Tyler Duncan for a second? He had made a bunch of cuts in a row. Hmm. Maybe we're in love with Taylor Duncan. Tyler Duncan again. <sighs> like you could make a case this Schwab or these these Lipskis and Hun. You know, you could just pretend that a stat sheet showed you and he's top twelve his last time out, and he could make a cut and finish. He's done pretty well actually. So maybe you pretend. But see, that's I don't want to do that. I straight up don't. So <sighs> don't play this week. That's honestly my position. Or if you are, you go Svensson, I guess, to try that. Um, what does that give us? 85? Do you go back to champ? That is risky. Go back to long? What about? Okay, so you could do CT Pan and go Brendan Todd because those are like safe fairway finding guys who might fit the course. Gives us $8,800 left. So we're still going to have to click one of these names down here. What about, do we like, oh my God. All right, I'm really going to have to look at this. I'm sorry. This is terrible. All right, thanks for watching. Um, I'll be back for Wednesday's ownership. You probably just wait for ownership and just click a bunch of random things like that aren't owned. That's what I would do. Okay, boys and girls, my wife just got home. I got to go. See you later. Peace out.